0: All right, so let's see. Maybe today we'll finish the uh, we'll finish the sefer. So we're up to page Kuf Lamichas. I think I think we're up to piece uh, Kuf Pei. If I remember correctly. So Kuf Ches, piece Kuf Pei. So he's been talking about really the highest madriga, the you know uh, what what in, what in chesidus is called the uh, Void of bittol. That's really what it is. And so he's he's defined for us that this and, you know again we, from the beginning of the sefer until now, it's sort of if you if you if you think about it. It's been one long trend, one long <laughs> of taking the rabbanu shloim from um, an abstract concept to being the only thing that's real. That's that's really the idea of being like you know every this is real, and the rabbanu shloim is, is a concept. You know, is some theory. To mamish, this is all there is. This is all there is. You know. It, it, you know. I'll tell you something. This is a little bit on the side, but it's but it's important. You know, there's there's always two approaches with yiddishkeit the more philosophical proof approach to prove that god exists or to prove that Yiddishkeit's authentic and all that and then there's the more amuna based approach so the, the, the truth of the matter is they you know like in Ishtar they might want to they, they might not want to tell you this but the truth is when it comes to all these proofs all all the proofs can do is bring you to a place of where it's it's nearly impossible that there's no God. It's extremely, extremely unlikely that Yiddishkeit's not true. It's beyond a reasonable doubt that Yiddishkeit's true. But it, 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 all the proofs in the world can never make it a hundred million percent. It can't bring you to a place of, of if it, it is for sure. It's just extremely likely. Like, for example, like the famous, you know, riot from the Kuzari and so on. Uh, other religions start with one person having a vision, whatever. And he convinces his friends usually, you know, by force, that they should believe him in, in him as well. And uh, the next thing you know, you got a religion. But Yiddishkeit is the only religion where it started with a vision that uh, 600,000 men between 20 and 20, you know, 20 and sixty, millions of people had the same vision and they passed it on to their children and their children to their children. It's nearly impossible for such a thing to happen. Uh, just, uh, you know, a collective decision. We're all going to, like, dupe our kids into that. So you're right. It's, it's 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 nearly impossible. But is it absolutely impossible? No. I mean it's it's I mean, it's, you know, it, it's way beyond reasonable doubt. But is it? You can't say mm-hmm. The ki hashem. The is not absolutely real in your life if it's coming from proofs. It just doesn't work like that. Like the, for example, there's a mitzvah in Torah. One of the Targ mitzvahs is of the to serve Hashem with all your heart. It's one of the six thirteen. What does it? Mean? What does that mean? So the Rambam says it means to daven, avoda shabalev, serving Hashem with your heart means to daven. The Ramban famously says, no, that's not true. Davening is is a thing, but it's not an obligation from that mitzvah daily. So what does it mean to serve Hashem with all your heart? According to the Ramban, so the Ramban says it means to serve Hashem to do mitzvahs without any slight shadow of a doubt, not to do it because it's most likely true. Like proofs and stuff like that are enough to get a Jew to to keep mitzvahs, like to actually physically do them, because it's 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 way beyond the level of reasonable doubt that Yiddishkeit's true. But that's not avodah shivaleh. Like avodah shivaleh is is not going. Proofs are not going to get you there. To get you there, that's really not anything. That's really what we've been learning about. It's really not anything that you can learn or prove to yourself or whatever. It's there's a, only the only the neshama knows with absolute certainty that there's a God, because the the is, it, the environment of the neshama is godliness, so it it knows it. So the is just to allow that reality neshama to express itself. Now when when it expresses itself, it usually comes out like funny and muddled and 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 uh, and the person the the human, you know the human uh, like reptilian brain, you know doesn't know how to how to process these things. So it just comes out as like, I don't know, I just believe. But that's not blind faith. That's not, that's not a conflict with the intellect. That's just the intellect not knowing how to process something. The neshama is telling it. The neshama doesn't have the right words. to. They're not speaking the same language. So it doesn't know how to process it. So it just comes out as, I believe. But that, that's the that's reality of the neshama. And that's ultimately what the Sefer has really been about, of, of making Hashem, moving Hashem from a concept that you can prove beyond the shadow of a, of a doubt. But that's basically it. To all there is is the Rebbeinu and and all the exercises that we've been learning about of talking to Hashem and using uh, you know simple language and repeating over and over again. If you've noticed, like there was no proofs over here. There was no. There was no. There was no rayas that he said about like proving that hashgacha pratis is true. Right, it was no, there hasn't been any, any uh, you know historical, uh, thing, you know what are the odds? None of that stuff, right? So who made the first tree? I, it, there's none of that, because ultimately that'll get you to, to keep taremitzis physically. But what this whole sefer has been about was not just to get you to be from, right? It was Ula of the bichol of That's really what the sefer has been about and continues to be about. And that's not something that you can be taught. That's not really. You have to just create an environment in which that truth is comfortable to emerge. That's really, that's within Akuta. So, it, you know, so again, the highest level of this is what we've been talking about the past couple of days, which is that the Rav Shiva is beyond just, not just a concept or something or like an algorithm that you've, that you can prove. You know, it's, the, all there is, is that. And that's the highest level. That's what we've been talking about, the Madriga of Bitel. So what he said is, until now, we've had like sort of too much regus of bitl In Chesidus, we find this idea that there's something that's called, again, just to chaz over quickly, there's something that's called uh, betel hayesh. Betel hayesh means that there is a me, there is a self, but there's a much bigger reality that's in front of me that I am nullified towards that. So it's like if there's a king in the room or a tzaddik, at or you know, something like that, so there's still a me, but I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, a, like a puddle. But a puddle is still a puddle, you know what I'm saying? So that's called bittal Like my sense of self independence and power has been nullified. But then there's a imagery, So same thing with Shalom. So the Shalom could be so real in your life that 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 that, that you are pa- you feel powerless, but in a good way. Usually with with people, if you feel powerless next to someone, that's not a good feeling. But with Shalom, it's a good feeling because it's not powerless and uh, and helpless. When I lose my power. You know, it's because I'm, I'm I'm seeing myself as an extension of his power. So that's called bittal yesh, which is Gavaldic, But al kapanam you're still a puddle. So there's still something there. The next major what we talked about, was called bittal bimetzias. these are terms from chabad hasidus. Bittal means something else. Means there is no puddles. Bichlal, like it's not even. There's not even a sugya that enters the mind of of that I am nothing. So all, the entire. Reference point is the Rabbanu or what I'm supposed to do as his servant. It's not, it's, it, it doesn't even doesn't even calculate as a sukket to think about who I am. This is bichol, this bichol nothing. That's Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, as we said last time, was not uh, bitul Hayesh not bit hayesh. Rabbeinu, the, the other were bitul That's the Madrig of Avram, Yislam, Yaakov. They they were puddles before Hashem. Avram Avinu said about himself, he's dust and ash. Dust and ash is something. It's not choshev, right? It's it's it, it, it's it's its power has been lost, has been nullified, but it's still something. say Ma that were nothing. That, that's that's altogether a different level. that's called Bittul messias But as we said last time, these are high madregas But the more person is focused on doing, on doing that itself is uh that itself is an expression of Bittul Bemitzias. A Moshe type of madrega. Maybe in inside his nefesh is, you know, it's ramish. All there is is God. But it, it, on the outside, what you, what that results in is a person that's 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 mission oriented, that's focused on what he has to do, not what he's like and what his. You know, just tell me what to do. Tell me what my avodah is. That's 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 the biggest question to a person that's in the madriga bit of the is It's like, what's my avodah? Not that who I am and what I get out of that. Like just what what. What what are what am I supposed to contribute to the malchus? That's really what it is. That's a Meisher mentality. So let's let's continue on again. Kufpei ba'imekatzvarim. When we get to the depth of it, Hesachadas minhani, just removing das from the self. That's not the sugi that you're involved in. Koil hesachadas minan kulam. Really, it's not just the self. It means hesachadas. It means removing one's thoughts about everything else except for the baruch Right? It's not just it's not just you. Sheim echad echad gadol. It's one big self, one big, I, oh, you, you know, people around you, the world, politics, everything. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the entire Asik is just the, the, the Bari island. So obviously, you have to think about other people in terms of what the Shlichus is. What does the Rabbana want of you? So obviously, it involves the rest of the world. But the the the, the focal point is not the rest of the world of like what... You know, who are, what do they think about me? What are they? My place within them. It's like I've mentioned this before, the Rabban Shalom only created this dynamic of having relationships with other people Mm. just in order to. It sounds a little bit funny or a little bit cold even, but the Rabban Shalom made such an idea of having, of us needing relationships with other people just to get us used to the concept of having a relationship. But the ultimate purpose of that skill is. For us, with the with the boy, right? That That's that's what it's for. So people get lost in the training ground, you know. But it's not. Uh, it's just training. It's just training. So that's 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 what's going on over here. It's not about. I mean, it's. Then I then you now my relationship is such that I now have to then go. You know, bring the world back to God, so I have to. So then I have to involve myself with the world, but it's not. Uh, it's not about them per se, you know. So he says, that this person is not bound, he's not, he's not stuck in that place of the self. His, main, his, his entire focus is the baray. And through this attachment that he has to the banish loyalem, which takes all of his thoughts towards Him, towards Hashem, and all his thoughts are just completely focused on Hashem and not the creation by themselves. He's involved in the creation as an extension of his thoughts about Hashem, you know? And a person is now disconnected from that enmeshment with 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 the world. And his specific ego, you know, in particular. And he's, quote-unquote, lost in Hashem. He's in that place of Bittal. This is higher than just Tveikas. This is higher than just being conscious of Hashem and, and feeling... Excited and feeling alive in Hashem's presence, that even feeling alive in Hashem's presence—that's not even bit. That's, that's that. You, there's there's a lot of you over there. It's it's a mitzvah dveikus. It's a mitzvah to feel excited and to be That's a mitzvah, so it's not a bad thing. But like and Serselya one of the Talmidim, one of the Chassidim of the Balatayn used to say that when a person's in that state of dvekas and that excitement, you know, whether it be like a niggin or whatever the case may be, you're davening, learning. There's that hislavas. Used to tell people to to mix in to be to try to try to once in a while in that state of excitement to have a to force yourself to have a thought to think that if the Rabbanu didn't want me to be excited I wouldn't be excited you know what I'm saying to so sort of to bring that bittle into the experience of dveikus where was like yeah it's exciting I'm alive this is gishmak you know it's, it's gishmak to be a yid but it's only gishmak to be a yid because Hashem wants it to be if Hashem wanted to be depressed and sabrachin I'd be depressed in Sebrachim too. He doesn't want me. Thank God he doesn't want me to be depressed. But if he wanted me to be, I would do that too. So that brings Bittel into the into the avoid. That's an important thing. So he says, <laughs> means that you know, I'm attached to God, but there's a, there's a self. We'll just finish up very quickly. <laughs> there's no me, it's just him. That's not that's not my my asik is not me. There's a is that's what it means, Bittel to become lost. Our, our, our existence is, is 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 based on our understanding of who we are. but if we're not focused on ourselves and things that are around us? The reason it can be shenah. Then it. it's as if they don't exist. In you know, other words, like if I'm not focused on myself, then to that extent we could say I don't exist. Doesn't mean I don't exist, Ma'amish. It means it's not my, it's not my sugi, It's not my esek. When I remove my attachment to the self, and my focus is on what am I needed for, not who am I, but what am I needed for? Then there's no me. It's just it's just the mission. We have to understand we, to, these, these are very very deep things. You know, this brought down the swarm. You know, one of the favorite words of the swarm is havain, right? or whatever these are. So it's brought down from the tzaddik in that that whenever you see that, you have to read it not as a command, like understand. Like, yesh uh, understand. Tell, tell me, tell me what, you, what you mean. It's a bracha. It's, the, it's, it's a bracha from the author. That you should understand. So you should be zekh to understand. Okay, I guess tomorrow we'll, we'll try to finish up. Yesh uh,